0: Let's get us started.
1: Let's get us started. Oh, yeah. well, 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 welcome back
0: to the first off in my opinion podcast. You know how we Turn this up. Turn
1: this up. How y'all feeling tonight? How y'all feeling tonight? It's your boy Tom Swoop. Woo! It's been a minute. It's been a minute. First off, I want to thank you guys for watching tonight, tuning in on it, on the show tonight. Um, First thing you know, as as usual, I want you to share this thing to everybody you got on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, for all my people who tuning in on YouTube tonight. All my people on YouTube, don't forget, subscribe, bell notifications, thumbs up, and all that jazz. We try to grow this thing. Man, I'm excited. It's been a minute um took a little uh pause uh for the holidays and um came back um to start season three and um yeah we're gonna get into it tonight uh why do good people lose is the topic for tonight um so i'm, I'm very very appreciative for you guys tuning in tonight i'm gonna get into a few little things won't be a super long show but I hopefully hopefully it's gonna be a super good show um we already got a few comments. Let's see what we got up here. Um society has programs has has programmed people for decades to do dumb things because they were so called the right things to do. Uh we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Uh I You know, I have my own personal take on things. And of course, we're going to get into that. But hey, Happy New Year for everybody. I I did miss, you know, if you had a great new year, I hope 2022 is going great for you. Um, I hope you set some goals, um, some things you're trying to accomplish. But yeah, let's get into the topic. Why do good people lose? And so in doing research for the show, um, I like to look at it from a lot of different aspects and angles. So, um, you know, why do good people lose versus are bad people succeeding Or, you know, it, it flips different ways. So you got to look at it from all the different, hey, Happy New Year, Renee, um, you got to look at it from all the different angles. So I'm gonna put this up here on the screen real quick, and I'm gonna read this. Um, our suffering comes from our denial of our divine nature, our lack of appreciation of our connection to all things. Our resistance to impermanence and our addictions and attachments to things that only bring temporary relief now let's unpack that just a little bit um when when you talk about like what hold on one second when you talk about what you know what we're really locked into you know what 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 are we really like engage with to the point where it's leading us down the wrong path. So sometimes when you, when you get these negative endings, it's because the beginning was not in place, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're getting to the end of the race and how we ran the race is how we finished, you know, it, it caused us to come in last place, how we prepared to even run. And then the things that we're attaching ourselves to that, and, and, and this all goes back to, needs versus wants. And I feel like a lot of people, we live in an era, we live in a, a society right now where our, our wants are, we're bombarded with wants. So it makes us become indecisive and bad decision makers. So therefore we might have a goal you know what I'm saying, to run this race and finish, but we're bombarded with so many things along the way. It stops us from preparing to run the race and running the race and then getting to the finish line. And we come in dead last. And and the first thing out of our mouth most times is blaming everybody else in the world and all these people. and, And my friends didn't support me. And I did, you know what I'm saying? All these different things. I didn't have time to train. I didn't And it's us at the end of the day, nine times out of 10, it's us. We're the reason we lost the race. If you know what I'm saying? Like when you really break it down, when you really unpack it, it's the decisions we made, the sacrifices we didn't take the, the everything that goes into being successful, we didn't do. And then when we when we got to the end of the finish line and we didn't we didn't win it became everybody else's problem and, and the thing is society makes this outcome okay now it's like yes is you think about it even on the highest level these people they they lose the super bowl or they you know all this stuff and are they you know the chiefs lost in the playoffs oh we need a better offensive line we need a better defensive line we need better players no you played with some good players you just lost to a better person now if you maybe had prepared better and ran a better race Played a better game, you might have had a different outcome. So it's, it's us, it's us. You know what I'm saying? And so, as I'm gonna read this right here, as ego creates a circle of greed and desires, and and the nature of desire is to grow more as it gets fulfilled. So simple fact, we have to accept that suffering is the outcome of ego and desire listen that's that's deep um when you get to thinking like you know in this whole relationship dynamics and things like that when people are dealing with these relationships or i i i get on the call with people and they're telling me like why they're single why they can't find anyone why they you know are in this space and I listen to their stories. Every, all the stories are similar. All of them. You know what I'm saying? It's either I'm taking time for me or God going to send me a man. Listen, trash and more trash. <laughs> and don't get me twisted. God gave you free will to make a decision. You've just made bad decisions. That's just it. And it all breaks down to what, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, those needs versus wants, And like I said, we're attracted to bad stuff. We are like ego and desires that goes into your decision-making. So you, you might be the most sound individual in the world, but your ego and desires take over. When you go to make decisions, certain decisions you can't control because your ego and desire takes over. And honestly, I tried to tell people you, you, you can't, you can't achieve your ultimate destiny in life. If you don't have self-discipline and self-control when it comes to decision-making and learning how to make decisions that actually benefit your life long term so many people make temporary decisions quick decisions that impact their whole life who you choose to have a child with what job you choose to take what feel these are all like you know don't back it up just a little bit i do feel like we're not being taught at an early age how to make better decisions so therefore we have to take we have to stop you know, uh, frowning upon grown people who make really bad childish decisions. And I say this to everybody and I, I read this, I cannot remember where I read it, but it is the truest fact ever. You can only communicate, make decisions at the height of your emotional intelligence. So it doesn't matter how old you are, the height of your emotional intelligence. And that's like, you know what I'm saying? You might be a 40 year old CEO, of a fortune 500 company. But when it comes to making decisions that let's say, affect the heart or sexual decisions or our monetary decisions, you revert back to a teenager. You revert back to a preteen because you can only make decisions based upon the height of your emotional intelligence. This is why we, this is why you see people who are highly successful do stupid things with money, do stupid things with love. It's because they're not really evolved emotionally. They make, you know, near tear, I mean, you know, real bad decisions. And so you have to be able to be aware that for one, like I said, you have to be aware you're a bad decision maker in certain fields, and then you have to seek out help for that field. You see what i'm saying like you just can't keep going through life making these bad decisions making these bad decisions never seeking out help and then blaming everybody else in the world i know people like this i know people like this who do this all the time you just can't all you're going to do is keep getting the same and this is why people people always say oh i don't know why god you know god you know no god had nothing to do with this this is all you this is all you and When I, when I talk about, when I talk about people, um, not understanding or separating what God wants to give you versus you accepting it. Those are two totally different things. You have to be at the emotional intelligence to even receive a blessing or understand what, what's actually being given to you. You can't. You can't be a child. You know what I'm saying? Like if I, if I walked up to a a child and gave a child a credit card with $10,000 on it, you know what I'm saying? A toddler's going to look at it, play with it for a second, throw it on the floor. They don't know what they have. They don't know the power of what they have. And the same things, it happens for adults. Like adults are given these great gifts. And they don't even know what to do with them. Literally. Like I've seen people squander jobs, people squander people, resources, whatever. It's because they don't understand what they're being given. And they, they don't know. They play with it for a second, throw it on the floor and keep moving around. And they're grown people. And but but we have to we have to stop frowning on the people. Sometimes you just have to help them. But it's hard to help somebody who, you know, want to fight you and be defensive, and I know what I'm doing, and then and then. And, 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 What? No, you have a history of bad decisions. You have a, you have a, a trail of tears, triggers, and trauma. (laughs) You, 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 you need help. We, we literally live in an era. I was talking about this. I was on somebody else's podcast last week, and we live in an era of a epidemic of singleness and You know, so one of the young ladies was on the the show. You know what? I'm going to play this video real quick. Let me play this video, and and we're going to talk about this video clip. All right, hold on one second. Here it is. Hold on.
0: Women are dating grown little boys, and men are dating grown little girls. A grown woman respects her home. To know that an individual who she does not know and who has not spent enough time with her, who she, yes, she has a list of qualities that she can check off. Not six, four, lot of money, big feet, nice shoes, none of that. I'm talking about real qualities, real um, things like integrity and things like that, that really, <clears throat> that really lend to a relationship being um, successful or not right? So a grown woman does not allow a man into her own personal space at her house without getting to know that man first. You know who does? A grown little girl. Absolutely a grown little girl. Gonna feel something wet in her pants and be like, ooh, I want to take him home. Even if she say, but we just going to drink some wine. Women are dating.
1: So, you know, that, that's, that's one of the things I was talking about with the emotional intelligence and making decisions, permanent decisions based upon, you know, temporary, you know, ego and desires, you know, you, you get it, you get invested with a person, you get invested with a situation, you get invested with, you know, anything, and you're making the decision based upon, you know, a, a temporary emotional reaction to it, but these have long term consequences. You know, and that clip is from Doctor Stacy J. She she's um she wrote the book Just Date Girl, um so you guys can check out her Instagram, her Instagram channel, and um, all that stuff. Doctor Stacy J. Um, and so I played that video last night. I was on a call with like you know some some high functioning individuals, you know, successful people, and we played the video because we usually do this type thing where we you know you thought we were going to discuss it. And nobody want to discuss it. And nobody want to have that conversation. And I really feel like the reason no one really wants to have that conversation is because she hit the nail right on the head. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how accomplished you are. The sum of everything is going to be, when they read your receipts at the end of the, at the, end of the night, it's going to be what you did you know, with it. What did you do with the gifts you were given? What were you, what did you do with the opportunities, the people, everything? What did you do with it? What is your real legacy? And I'm not really talking about like accomplishments, degrees and education because people do that all day long and they super lonely. I met a girl about a couple months ago and she was, you know, in her mid forties and she was like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I got my masters and this, this, and the third. And, you know, I don't understand why, you know, I can't find a good man. And, you know, I'm a catch. She said she was a catch. And I ain't say nothing. You, If, if you ever been anywhere with me, I'm, I'm going to be like this. And I ain't going to say that, but she insisted. She was like, time, what you think? I was like, you know, you're right. You know, she's like, no, 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 no Tom, What you think? And I'm like, look, you only a catch to somebody trying to catch you. It don't matter what your, what your resume is. If I don't want that job, I don't want that job. All the things you naming ain't a catch to everybody. Me personally, I don't think I want a woman in her mid forties who don't have kids who don't got close friends who don't, I don't, you, you got a problem with people, I'm a people person. You see what I'm saying? Like your criteria, what you think is attractive, isn't. And so she's, she's under like just the, the title of the show. She she's under the assumption that she's a good person losing. She she's looking at her life and she's like, I'm losing in life. And I don't understand why. When all that stuff that she thinks is, has value is has no value. Has no value. If, if I show up to a vegan's house with a sizzling Porter house. He's going to look at me crazy. He doesn't eat meat. What I'm bringing has no value to him. It's not, it's not God. It's not, you see what I'm saying? It's people always want to, oh God, people Oh no, sometimes it's just you. And what you think, what you think has value versus what you don't and how, how you're preparing to run this race, but you're not, you're not preparing the right for to run the right race. That's just it. it it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not a conspiracy. Now don't get me wrong. Some people get dealt a, a raw deal, but more times than not, we are creating our own personal hell. Like one of the listen, I'm going to read this thing one more time. Hold on. I think this was the one. As ego creates a circle of greed and desires, and the nature of desire is to grow more as it gets fulfilled. So simple fact, we go we have to accept that suffering is the outcome of ego and desires. And what I, I the first sentence as ego as ego creates a circle of greed and desires that that first part. And when I it's deep to me, because that first part is. What I be telling people about being on a closed loop, like you go to work, you come home, you might go to church. You might take your kids somewhere, activities or whatever. It's a closed loop. You do the same things every week you caught on this, you know, hamster wheel of life. And you might have an ultimate goal of where you want to be. Oh, I want to open up a boutique. Oh, I want to do all this. But everything you do, all the time, effort and energy you do, you put into life is on that hamster wheel. So for you to have this goal of being this ultimate thing, but everything you put time, effort and energy is on that hamster wheel, that's what you're going to get until you start. You get off that wheel and start doing some things differently intentionally, you're gonna get what you've been doing. So I don't want people to listen to this show on Spotify, iHeart, iHeartRadio, wherever. I want you to listen to this show and understand that good people. Yes, they do lose because sometimes circumstances are just that. But more times than not, good people lose because they choose to lose. Hold on, let me put a couple of these comments up here on this screen here. If you need to tell someone you're a catch, then you're not. You're right. People should see your value for who you are, but but this is the part where we become so visual Miss Renee, we become so visual when we're trying to match with people that we're, we're operating off carnal instincts and not looking deeper into the person. We're looking at the person's physical thing. We're look Oh, she, she looked like an IG model. Oh, I want to have sex with her. Oh, I want to have sex with him. Not looking at their integrity, their character, you know, their relationship with, with God, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever real criteria you need to be looking at, that's not what they're looking at. That's not, that's not, you got people right now in relationships with people they shouldn't have never went on three dates with. Why are you there? That you, you can get trapped on that hamster wheel in so many different ways, so many different ways. That hamster wheel will turn into one year, two years, three years, five years, 20 years, 30 years casket closed. You have ran your whole life on that hamster wheel. It wasn't God. It wasn't, it wasn't nobody, but you making a series of decisions that were not good. You have to get off the wheel. You have to be intentional. If it's, it's, it's like that with anything, if you really want the outcome, the goal, you know, if you really want to, to reach a certain finish line, you, you can't listen, you can't want to be a basketball player. And all you do is play football, two different sports. I mean, and the thing is, I'm not, I hope I'm not confusing anybody tonight. I literally, this is, this is the simplest thing, but when you really look at the whole world, this is the most confusing thing for everybody on the planet. How do I really get to my goal? How do I really succeed in life? Think about it. These are the the two questions that everybody asks. And the thing is there is so simple. Sometimes you just got to make a few hard decisions. A few hard choices. You got to zig-zag. Sometimes you got to sacrifice some people, some experiences, some jobs, some family. Listen, I said it on a video that I did on YouTube not too long ago. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is the simplest decisions are the hardest decisions sometimes to make. We get caught up in the emotional, like put it like this. I remember I worked at a job where a young lady had worked there for five years and she had found a job that paid more. She got more time off. She, she literally, you know, it was a better situation for her and she hesitated because, you know, she was, she, she thought, You know, I don't want to, I don't want to have this conversation with my boss. I don't want to even tell him I'm leaving. I don't, I don't want to, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, girl, they will replace your ass tomorrow. (laughs) Like you need to pick what's best for you. And when you apply that, not just to a job, but to your whole life, pick what's best for you, like. I don't know. You guys need to read a book. It's called Atlas Shrugged. Now, you know, most, most rich industrials, they'll say this is the the guide to being selfish. But listen, when I tell you that it's some jewels in this book about being selfish, like it's, it's like you have to make decisions in your best interest. Like Atlas carried the whole world on his shoulders. All he had to do is shrug it carry everybody's burdens. Like, you know what? I got y'all. I got y'all for no particular reason. I'm going to carry this. You know what I'm saying? I just shrug it. Everything ain't your burden. Everybody's personal joy is not your responsibility. Make decisions in your own personal best interest. Make good decisions. Sit back, write it out. This job pays more. This job has more time off. This job has this job. Doesn't this job, pros and cons, basic math do what's best for you. Get off of that hamster wheel, because if you stay at a job like that for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 25 years, 30 years, what I said casket closed. You lived your whole life on a hamster wheel. It wasn't nobody's fault, but your own. Nobody forced you to, nobody put a gun to your head. You chose that. You chose that life, the life you live in right now, you're choosing it. And if you are unhappy, you're choosing to be unhappy. Do something about it today. It's simple. It's, it's so simple. But it's the hardest thing in the world for people to do. The hardest is to get off of that hamster wheel and be accountable for the decisions that they're making and make their life great. Put action into it. If you make bad decisions, surround yourself by people who make good decisions. If you don't know how to surround yourself with people who make good decisions, seek out help period. We have to get back to a point where you can have honest conversations with a person without them becoming defensive, corrective criticism, understand the value of having a mentor. Understand the value of having just good people you're connected to. Listen, you, you guys have to understand, like, I really believe you can have everything in this life that you want, but you have to, like I say, at the end of the shows, like God puts all this stuff right outside of your reach. You got to extend to get it. And it's a lot of people who don't want to extend. They don't want to get out of their comfort zone. They want to keep doing things exactly how they've been doing them, getting the same horrible results and then blaming God at the end of the day. Or blaming people. Oh, they haters. Oh, they, this, they don't support me. They don't do this. They don't No, It is you. You are the problem. Like I said before, yes, some people get a raw deal, a certain sequence of events that happen and you know, it's sad and unfortunate, but most times it is that individual. It is that individual you have to get out of your own way and i say this because i really i really feel like you know just some of the people i know who who listen to me who follow me i got an email you know last week for one of my people in dc and it was like tom you know what i'm saying you you know when you coming back you know what i'm saying and i was like i'll be back next week you know some things didn't happen i didn't had to you know i had to readjust my life but i'll be back next week he was like man because i got it i got to tell you some stuff and i'm you know i'm And, you know, I ended up calling him and talking to him and he was going through it. But the part that he was going through was his fault. The good thing about it, though, he was man enough to say he needed to have a conversation and he wanted to talk about it. And that's what you guys need to do. If you, if you know you're making bad decisions, if you know that You know, you struggle in a certain, yo, you can't get out of your own ego. You can't get out of your desires way. You got to seek out some help. You got to do a few things on purpose to get out of your own way. You got to get off that hamster wheel. Listen, I, I I can't say it no clear that hamster wheel will turn into 30 years. Like I got, if you listen to the show, I've, I've had some good jobs and I left them. That wasn't me. That wasn't for me. I'd had some good women done left them. That wasn't for me. I, <laughs> it is. I mean, hold on, let me go I, I didn't skip some comments. Let me back up just a little bit. Cause I want to, I want to, you know. It's a few, all right, ego is a big problem. Part of the problem is that we gas each other up. Gaslighting, gaslighting, yes, we gas each other up. But you know something like a good friend could could hype you up to take over the world or hype from a good friend will actually hold you down. You got to do stuff for yourself. You got you to gotta work like ain't nobody in the stands and still put on the best show possible. Because if you're working for accolades from friends and family or support, you're working for the wrong reasons. You are. Like you got to be able to do what you do without nobody clapping. Without, without nobody showing up. Without no support, nothing. Do what you do. Go hard. Don't worry about nobody. Because the thing is, if you worried about the people you connected to supporting you, you've already failed. Like, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm doing a t-shirt design or I'm doing, you know, some business consulting or whatever, and I'm concentrating on people that are connected to me, I've already failed because my business model is for every, you know, for me to be national. I want customers in Washington. I want customers in Oregon. I want customers everywhere, but I don't know nobody there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, You got to look at your goal and really say, okay, my goal is to be, my goal is to sell. Let's just say I'm gonna open up a boutique. My my goal is to sell, you know, $50,000 worth of items a month. You ain't about to do that here. You about to do that in the United States. You about to do that in the globe. You about to do that to the world. So why are you worried about the 15 people connected to you? Why are you worried about the 20 people, you know, at church? better show out you better perform like ain't nobody in the stands and put on the best performance ever you don't need them people hold on let me go back through the title of the book um, Atlas Shrugged that's what it's called Atlas Shrugged if that's the one you're talking about it's a couple books I didn't talked about Forty eight Laws of Power. Atlas Shrug. Those are two you want to grab. Let me see. I'm just wanna go through real quick. Okay, I'm I'm caught up. I'm caught up. Look, I wanna thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Um yeah, am I, I really, you know what I'm saying? I took a minute off, came back, um, and you know, we're going to get into season three. Um, and yeah, we just going to keep this thing moving forward. Um, oh, oh, so in one of my groups on, uh, Facebook for my people who listening on YouTube or, you know, Spotify, whatever. So it is a Fedora based group called Fedora Lovers United. And literally I had a competition and all you had to do was join the group. And I'm gonna leave a link in the description once I post this up on YouTube and on Spotify and all that stuff. So you can still join the group. But the person who won the $100 is terrible with the sound effects. Hold on, let me see. I got some on here. Randy Moore. So, yeah, she's going to win $100. She made one of the best posts inside the group in the first couple days. So, um, yeah, she's going to win $100 for posting that. For once again, if you want to join the group, it is fedoras, Fedora Lovers United. Um, and then you can like my page on Facebook uh, where I talk about a lot of other things about Fedora's boxes, unboxings, clothes, all that kind of stuff. And that is super fresh and super clean. Um, yeah, you should have entered it, too. You, you always flexing a nice hat. But yeah join the group but we're gonna do that every week i don't know if it's gonna be a hundred dollars every week um but a lot of these companies they send me hats they send me uh like boxes full of things and i'll just be giving that stuff out to everybody so hey join the group i'll leave the link in the description so you can um once again i want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight this is first off in my opinion with tom swoop and i'm out